The views, opinions, and comments expressed by hosts, guests, and callers of this show are not necessarily those of this station, its parent company, TeleSouth Media, its staff, management, or advertisers. Content of this broadcast cannot be duplicated or used in any way without the express written consent of TeleSouth Media Incorporated. Now join us for Advisors Roundtable with your hosts, Certified Financial Planners, Greg Cooley and Bubba Labus. It's professional advice for your life. Welcome to the Advisors Roundtable, Certified Financial Planners, Bubba Labus, and yours truly, Greg Cooley, with you on this portion of the show brought to you by Cooley and Labus Financial Advisors, where your personal financial plan is the key. So, uh, Bubba, last year, 2019, as we sit here in the early part of 2020, last year, 2019, was pretty good in the economy. I would say so. Uh, stock markets mm-hmm. up anywhere from 15 to 30%, according yep. to which indices you're looking at. Um, interest rates low. Yep. Unemployment pretty good. Mm-hmm. Uh, consumer confidence looked pretty good. All that would probably um, be a good definition of euphoria. Right. But are most of the people you talk with giddy? Would you say that they are unreasonably euphoric? So it's funny you mentioned that. And I had somebody say this to me the other day. And, and, and I'm going to say something on the radio here that I probably shouldn't. But there are certain clients that I use as barometers. Okay. Meaning that... Um, You're not going to call any names. I'm not going to call any na- <laughs> names by any means. Right. But there are certain clients that, that um, tend to do the wrong thing or want to do the wrong thing at the wrong time. Really? Right? Meaning that, uh, you know, if the markets are up and high, mm-hmm. then they think that, you know, well, it's it's bound to crash at some point. I got to get out. Right? Okay. Or if the market's low, you know, they they... Still want to get out. Yeah, because they're afraid. Yeah, and they don't want to get back in. Right. So they basically just want to do something. They want to do something, right? Okay. Um, and I would say that uh, a majority of these times, uh, so these these particular clients, and there's a, it's not just one, right? It, there's a handful of about 10 to 12 of them. Mm-hmm. And when I start getting calls from them for whatever particular reason. To buy or sell. To buy or sell. Right. Then... You know, I start getting a little bit concerned or worried. Um, sometimes they do things at the wrong time. Sometimes they do things at the right time. So I mean those barometers in, in both a negative and a positive way, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so I had somebody talk to me the other day about the market in general, about how high it is, et cetera, et cetera, asking, is it time to get out? I mm. said, well, you know, if you're nervous about the market in general, maybe you shouldn't be in the market. Mm. And at any time. At any time. Whether you're nervous mm. when it's low right. and you're afraid mm. that it's going to bottom yeah. and mm-hmm. life is never going to be the same, right. or it's at the high and you mm. think this is a historic high and everybody's euphoric and mm-hmm. you got to take some winnings off the yeah. table. Mm-hmm. If you're nervous, maybe you shouldn't That's be right. there. That's right. Okay. Yeah. Um, so, you know, after that conversation, you know, I calmed them down a little bit and said, look, there's going to be a correction. Yeah. We have them all the time yeah. and on a pretty regular occurrence. And it's been a while since we've had one, mm-hmm. you know, probably, uh, going back to November, December of 18. Mm-hmm. Right. So, mm-hmm. but we, we came a, out of, we had a good one then, Bubba. a really good one. Right. But people have yeah. such a short memory. Yeah. They don't remember how bad they felt at the end of December mm-hmm. of 2018 when it was down 15 or 20 percent because it just went up meteorically. Yeah. Yeah. And so they just forgot. Well, I mean, and some people can barely remember what they had for lunch yesterday, right? <laughs> Much less what happened in the market, in, in, you know, a year and a quarter ago. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I would say that most people are appreciative. Mm hmm. Of a good economy and a good stock market and a good job and all, but they're cautious to the point. I don't think you could use the word euphoric. No, I don't think they're uh, you know yeah. unreasonable. What was it? Alan Greenspan said at one time about the economy and about people and how they 
uh, uh, their position in the mm-hmm. economy. Um, you know, he, he basically was, was saying that, you know, there was this irrational exuberance. Mm-hmm. Now, right. if you don't know what those words mean, it just means people are over the top. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. And which was true. I mean, you go uh, back to 2005, six and seven, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. people were over the top back then. They were. I don't think we've reached that level yet. Well, I think there's some statistics okay. that will back it up. All right. And these are statistics you don't have to make up on the fly. That, wonderful. <laughs> wonderful. Because a week or two ago, we were talking about 86% mm-hmm. of statistics are made up on yep. the spot mm-hmm. or whatever uh, by people who sound like they know what they're sure. talking about. These are statistics that actually came out of a national survey, some okay. research that was done by a company called Personal Capital. All right. Um, and they asked people what their attitude was mm-hmm. about the economy and the market and how much of their portfolios they were holding in stocks and bonds mm-hmm. and cash and all that sort of stuff. Um, and I, I think this is pretty telling. So if the market is up anywhere from 15 to 30% in a year, do you think most people are wanting to ride that wave? They want to be in it. They, they're probably, you know, maybe have a mm-hmm. little bit too much in stocks because yeah. mm-hmm. they're riding it. Sure. You would think that that would be the logic, right? Mm-hmm. Um, actually, um, personal capital asked people about their present positions uh, and also about their attitudes about market volatility. Mm-hmm. And they asked 850 people across the country. And the way they did it was they decided they were going to try to shoot for 1,000, but they gave themselves two weeks. Okay. A lot of people didn't respond, didn't mm-hmm. answer their phones, didn't respond to email requests, that sort of thing. But they asked questions by quadrants of the country. So they divide the country up into fourths, okay. and they, they were trying to ask about 250 people in each quadrant. Right. They got about 200 to 210, right. 215. Mm-hmm. And that's pretty good when your goal is 250. Sure. sure. So I'd still say that's a pretty good cross-section mm-hmm. of America. And they, they tried to ask male and female and various mm-hmm. uh, races and people, in, in some in professions and some who were blue-collar workers. Mm-hmm. And they asked them the, this question uh, about where they are presently, what, they hold, what they're holding. Okay. So we're going to talk about that when we okay. come back from this break here on the Advisors Roundtable on Super Talk 94.3. Mr. Murphy, what do you have there? Metal detector. You mentioned you were going to comb through my auto policy to unearth some hidden savings, and I figured you could use this. I just meant I'd give you our discount double check. I'd dig through your policy and see if there's some discounts you could be taking advantage of. There must be a lot of metal in your desk. It's a metal desk. Always looking for the discounts you deserve. That's State Farm's discount double check. Get to a better state. State Farm. Call State Farm agent Penn Majors in Corinth at 287-3911 today. Don't let mistakes get in your way. Investing missteps can undermine your ability to save as much as you'll need for your retirement and other goals. Let us help you formulate an individual plan that will ensure you get to where you want financially. Call us for a financial consultation at Cooley & Labus Financial Advisors today at 662-287-1903 or visit our website at www.cooleylabus.com. Running out of storage space? Call Albright Storage at 808-STORE. That's 808-STOR for clean, safe, affordable, climate-controlled self-storage units with video surveillance for personal and business use. Albright Storage units are accessible 24-7 with multiple locations throughout Corinth. And now, thanks to our loyal customers, we have a new location at 327 Tate Street that offers RV and boat storage. Stop in today or visit us at albrightstorage.com. Carlton & Company is your full-service accounting firm licensed in Mississippi. We offer a broad range of services for businesses and individuals and are able to tailor those services to meet your exact needs. We're professional, experienced, and friendly. 
please call us today at 662-286-8496 or stop by our office at 306 Foot Street and we'll be happy to discuss how we can assist you or your business. Carlton and Company, our strength, your numbers. Are you tired of the extra weight and struggling to lose it? Whether it's from bad habits or simply family history, we know how difficult it is to shed those pesky pounds. We may have the solution for you. At Magnolia Center for Surgical Weight Loss, we provide a surgical experience that provides you with both the surgery and support required to achieve your active and healthy self. If you're interested in learning more about surgical weight loss at Magnolia Regional Health Center, visit www.mrhc.org slash surgicalweightloss today. Call the pros at Bailey Williams Realty for all your area real estate needs. Specializing in residential sales, investment properties, commercial sales, and leasing. Our caring team is what makes Bailey Williams Realty the top real estate company in the Corinthal-Corn County area. We listen to your needs and then put ourselves in your shoes, treating you how we would want to be treated every step of the way. Call Bailey Williams Realty at 662-286-2255 or visit us at corthhomes.com. We want to make you feel at home. Welcome back to the Advisors Roundtable. Certified financial planners Bubba Labus and yours truly Greg Cooley with you on this portion of the show brought to you by Magnolia Regional Health Center. All of their subsidiaries and clinics throughout this community taking care of us one patient at a time because Magnolia matters. Thanks a lot to our valued sponsors at the Advisors Roundtable. So Bubba, we're talking about this uh, mm-hmm. this uh, uh, survey that Personal Capital did with people. So here but it is. Before we get there though, because yes. you, you're talking about euphoria, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> and uh, brought up a quote that I remembered by Sir John Templeton, famous investor, uh, who, who made this quote a long, long time ago. He said, bull markets are born on pessimism, grown on skepticism, mature on optimism, and die on euphoria. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So if we were at, we were between optimism and euphoria. Right. Mm-hmm. Okay, we're not at euphoria yet, right. but we can kind of see it coming. Sure. We would know that if we're at u- euphoria and mm-hmm. people were I- irrationally exuberant, if sure. they were over the top, if they were just crazy, if they were greedy, that probably tells us that from the examples of history, it ain't going to last long. Right. Hmm? Mm-hmm. So the question is, are we at euphoria yet? Are we between right. optimism yeah. and euphoria? Well, uh, that's what personal capital wanted to find yep. out. They wanted to ask these 800 to 1,000 people, what do you think? Mm-hmm. Man, this is amazing. It said that respondents, um, all of them over the age of 40 now, okay. and had at least $100,000 of investable assets, re- reported that now they have 20% of their money in cash. Okay. Now, if we were at euphoria... Do you think you'd have 20% of your money in cash? I don't think so. You'd probably have the majority up there in Mm -hmm. the stocks, and you're expecting everything to go up. I remember in the late 1990s, a guy came into my office and said, I don't know if I need you anymore. Mm -hmm. I said, really? I don't know if I need an advisor or a broker or any of you people. I I can throw a dart and pick any stock. That's exactly what he said. I can take the Wall Street Journal, stick it up on the wall in my shop, and throw a dart, find something that's going to go up 20%. Mm -hmm. That told me, he was like one of those people right. you say that's a barometer, mm-hmm. told me, uh-oh, yeah. this is probably not going to last. Because if people down here where I am serving clients right. feel that way, what do you think they feel in New York City, Manhattan, sure. Chicago, Los Angeles? There's probably a lot of people out there who are euphoric. So it tells me right now that these people holding 20% cash, are a little cautious. Uh, that's pretty good, don't you right. think? Yeah. Are you telling your clients to be a little cautious up in here? I mean, if somebody walked in and gave you $100,000, would you put it all in the market today? Uh, absolutely not. Okay. I'd, I'd meter it in. I'd dollar cost average. There'd be a number of things that I would do. Okay. And I, you know, I'd also make sure. I'd, I had an individual call yesterday. Mm-hmm. Uh, wanted to start participating in a four hundred one k. And I said that's a great idea. I'm really glad for you to do that. You know, mm-hmm. this is uh, a positive thing. Mm-hmm. However, you don't have a savings fund outside the four hundred one k. Outside the four hundred one k. Yeah. I said, so maybe we need to work over the next six months building up that savings fund. 
Gotcha. Before we begin uh, putting money into an account that's going to be heavily taxed or penalized should you need money out of it early. Good point. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I wonder uh, with this group of individuals here that, that did this study, mm-hmm. if they've got 20% in cash, are they including their safety fund in there? Yeah, right? they probably are. So I, if I, so, I, yeah. and based on the demographics here, maybe that's you know $10,000 or, or mm-hmm. whatever the dollar amount might be, because mm-hmm. you said it's folks with over $100,000 in investable assets. Right. Right. I would hope that they have a savings fund. Mm-hmm. And if they do, then then that makes a little bit more sense. Mm-hmm. Maybe they're not quite as conservative, mm-hmm. but then again, I don't know the details. Right, yeah. right, yeah. But by and large, uh, first of all, you make a good point. Yeah. People need to have cash. Mm-hmm. They need to have some savings sure. that they can get their hand on if the car battery is out this morning. You know, right? If the wife needs um, some kind of medical procedure mm-hmm. if the children need braces uh, you, you don't need to put it all in something that is even though it's tax advantaged right. a lot of people walking around the only real savings mm-hmm. or investments they have are in their company 401k yep. mm-hmm. now i'm not against a company 401k we advise on a lot of them right. but first things first mm-hmm. that's basically what you told this person right. yesterday right First things first. All right, so these people say they have 20% in cash, mm-hmm. which is really encouraging to me. Yeah. Tells me they're not euphoric yet. Mm-hmm. Here's another thing they said. Approximately half, 49.5 of them. Okay. And I don't know how you get 0.5 right. out of 850 people, right. but whatever. Mm-hmm. Almost 50% of them, approximately half, said that they are considering reducing investments in stocks. Okay. And increasing holdings... And more conservative things such as bonds or savings mm-hmm. accounts. Now, I don't know about the bonds at this point. Right. Uh, but the savings account would probably be good. Right. Even inside your 401k, mm-hmm. you may want to think about uh, you know having some in the stable value fund. Sure. Because if Bubba's right and we have a little bit of a correction in mm-hmm. here, what will that allow me to do? Well, uh, potentially buy things at a lower price. Because I got cash. Because you have cash. Mm-hmm. Opportunistic cash, I would call it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You're not necessarily intending for somebody mm-hmm. to keep 10 to 20% in cash forever. No. Just try to use it as an opportunity. Sure. Because if we do have things, you know, blue light special and less expensive, heck yeah, you can buy a, a lot mm-hmm. more shares with your cash if you have some. The problem with that, though, is is the the actual psychology of doing it, right? Mm-hmm. So you know you've got a, a market correction of of fifteen percent, let's say. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Will you have the fortitude to go in and put money into the market when it's going down? Even though we've talked about Even it. Even though we've talked about it. And we've strategized about it. And we've strategized about it. Will you actually commit to doing it? Yeah. Sometimes it's mm-hmm. different when the rubber meets the road mm-hmm. and really implementing it. Right. You know, you and I, we talked about this on the air before, but last year we had an opportunity to go over and drive some Porsches mm-hmm. real fast. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. That was fun. Yeah. And beforehand they gave us a class and the guy told us about the class and where we were going to do it and we're putting the harness on and how to put the seatbelt on and right. you know, all that sort of stuff. And it all sounded cool and, you know, a video up there showing us, showing mm-hmm. other people sliding a- around these curves. Right. But it was different when your butt was in the mm-hmm. seat, right? Yep. Huh? Mm-hmm. You know, here you are and you got all these horsepower at your disposal. Yeah. And, uh, uh-oh, uh, when the rubber meets the road, right. literally. Right. Mm-hmm. Because how often do they tell us they changed those tires after people like you and me drove them? <laughs> Just a few yeah. days, huh? Right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but, but, you know, practically doing something as opposed to dreaming and fantasizing mm-hmm. and talking and strategizing, you, you make a really good point. Yeah. Will people pull the trigger? Right. Will they do it? Mm-hmm. Um, I think that's really where your coach comes into right. play. I felt a whole lot more comfortable in that Porsche when I had that professional driver mm-hmm. sitting next to me. Yep. Didn't you? I did. 
Yeah, so you know, talking about the the professional race driver that was sitting in the, in the, mm-hmm. the passenger seat, mm-hmm. you know, going around the track, and he's saying, you know, giving you coaching all along the way, oh, right? Yeah, hammer down on the gas. All right, get on the brake. You know, yeah. turn here. You know, all this other kind of stuff. Yeah, and it helped having that that input. Yeah. Um, you yeah. know, for, for one thing, the first time I went around, I didn't have the driver in there. Mm-hmm. I was just sitting with somebody else, right? Mm-hmm. And then you get in there with the driver, and he's uh, professional. He's mm-hmm. like, oh, you know, this this car will really do a lot more than what you think it will, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. get on it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and it's safer mm-hmm. than you really think it is right. because that's the way it's engineered. Sure. Um, and I really think that, that it's a really mm-hmm. good analogy of a good financial plan. Yeah. Of having a good coach and an advisor, somebody in there with you, yeah. saying "Hang in there," because yeah. there were a couple times coming out of those yeah. turns, mm-hmm. I wanted to slam down on the brakes, right. and he was like, "Hang in there, hang in there, yeah. keep giving it to it, give it to it," yeah. you know, and it just. But th- but then again, other times when the driver would, uh, professional driver would say, "All right, get on the brakes now." Yep. yep. And then other times when he'd say, all right, go faster, go faster, go faster. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And you're thinking, mm-hmm. really? Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Are you sure? Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but then when you get through it, you're like, man, I did that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that was fun. And I'd do it again. I would do it again yeah. at the drop of a hat. Mm-hmm. You know, every bit of it. Yeah. Um, and I really think that once we got finished, even though part of it was a little harrowing mm-hmm. and it was a, a, a little stressful and a, a little challenging, uh, physically, mentally, all that psychologically. Mm-hmm. When you got through, you felt good about it. Yeah, you know, you'd come through that experience. Mm-hmm. It's the same thing with your financial life. There are going to be some harrowing, challenging, stressful times. Mm-hmm. Bubba's already told you it's coming, huh? It's like the you know, here's this curve. It's coming. It's coming. Right. Mm-hmm. You know, continue on until I tell you don't. Mm-hmm. And then start to cut it to the right and slam on right. the you know, all that uh, really helps. Mm-hmm. I think keep people in the game, yeah. So that when they yeah. finish, they come across the finish line. Right. Um, this survey also said that now uh, there. Are, I'll also say that there are some people that don't like to be in the driver's seat. They don't want to, but they don't mind riding at all. Yeah, you know. Yeah, yeah. And you know what? Mm-hmm. Going back. If I ever go back, I do want to do that one time. Mm-hmm. You know, the majority of the time, because we were there and the money had been paid for us to have mm-hmm. the experience, right. we were behind the wheel. Right. But I would really like to see to be in there in the in the passenger seat right. when that professional driver is yeah. doing what he can do. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'd I'd really like yeah. to do that. But but in your analogy, what you're basically saying is there are some people who they don't want to know how the clock may, is made. Sure. They, they want to know what time it is, and they want to give it over mm-hmm. to a professional. Let's a yeah. professional do it. Yeah, they just want to be, make sure that they get from A to B. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Yeah, that's exactly right. We'll, we'll come back from th- this break, and when we do, we're going to continue our discussion about this uh, particular survey of American investors. See what else we can learn from them on the Advisors Roundtable. Mr. Murphy, what do you have there? Metal detector. You mentioned you were going to comb through my auto policy to unearth some hidden savings, and I figured you could use this. I just meant I'd give you our discount double check. I'd dig through your policy and see if there's some discounts you could be taking advantage of. There must be a lot of metal in your desk. It's a metal desk. Always looking for the discounts you deserve. That's State Farm's discount double check. Get to a better state. State Farm. Call State Farm agent Penn Majors in Corinth at 287-3911 today. Call the pros at Bailey Williams Realty for all your area real estate needs. Specializing in residential sales, investment properties, commercial sales, and leasing. Our caring team is what makes Bailey Williams Realty the top real estate company in the Corinth Alcorn County area. We listen to your needs and then put ourselves in your shoes, treating you how we would want to be treated every step of the way. Call Bailey Williams Realty at 662-286-2255 or visit us at CorinthHomes.com. We want to make you feel at home. 
Are you tired of the extra weight and struggling to lose it? Whether it's from bad habits or simply family history, we know how difficult it is to shed those pesky pounds. We may have the solution for you. At Magnolia Center for Surgical Weight Loss, we provide a surgical experience that provides you with both the surgery and support required to achieve your active and healthy self. If you're interested in learning more about surgical weight loss at Magnolia Regional Health Center, visit www.mrhc.org slash surgical weight loss today. Running out of storage space? Call Albright Storage at 808-STORE. That's 808-STOR for clean, safe, affordable, climate-controlled self-storage units with video surveillance for personal and business use. Albright Storage units are accessible 24-7 with multiple locations throughout Corinth. And now, thanks to our loyal customers, we have a new location at 327 Tate Street that offers RV and boat storage. Stop in today or visit us at albrightstorage.com. Don't let mistakes get in your way. Investing missteps can undermine your ability to save as much as you'll need for your retirement and other goals. Let us help you formulate an individual plan that will ensure you get to where you want financially. Call us for a financial consultation at Cooley & Labus Financial Advisors today at 662-287-1903 or visit our website at www.cooleylabus.com. Carlton & Company is your full-service accounting firm licensed in Mississippi. We offer a broad range of services for businesses and individuals and are able to tailor those services to meet your exact needs. We're professional, experienced, and friendly. Please call us today at 662-286-8496 or stop by our office at 306 Foot Street and we'll be happy to discuss how we can assist you or your business. Carlton & Company, our strength, your numbers. Welcome back to the Advisors Roundtable on uh, 94.3 Super Talk, Certified Financial Planners, Bubba Labus, and yours truly, Greg Cooley, with you. This portion of the show is brought to you by Carlton & Company, accountants and CPAs there to better serve you, our strength, your numbers. Thanks a lot to Renee and everybody associated with uh, Carlton and company for being such fine sponsors of the advisors roundtable. So Bubba, we're talking about this survey that uh, was done by personal capital. It was also sponsored by uh, Kiplinger. Um, and, uh, you know, just want to know where people's minds are, where their heads are at this particular point in history. Um, you know, are people euphoric, you know, last year was a great year in the economy and the stock market or people being cautiously optimistic. Uh, you know, you said that Dr. Uh, 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 Templeton said that, yeah. uh, you know, optimism was kind of the, the sweet spot. We right. don't want to get to euphoria. Right. Right. Mm -hmm. uh, and I'd say we're probably around optimism now. I think, that, you know, generally most folks are optimistic about the market right now. And I think a lot of them are a little more educated mm -hmm. than in, at times in the past. Um, in fact, uh, the statistics say that a respondent's reactions to a hypothetical 25% correction. So right. one of the questions in there said, if there were a 25, there was a 25% correction in your investment portfolio, what would you do? Okay. 42% uh, said that if my portfolio went down by 20% or more, I would delay retirement. Okay. That'd probably be a good idea. Mm -hmm. um, we have uh, a, a thing called the sequence of withdrawals that we look at all right. the time in our mm -hmm. industry. And boy, if you retire at the wrong time, yeah. it can really hurt you, can it? Yeah. Or if you invest at the wrong time. Mm -hmm. You know, I was looking at uh, some college savings accounts today for, for a family, <coughs> and they had... Um, uh, four children, and I looked at these particular children, and the third child, mm -hmm. their account was a little bit less than the last child, mm -hmm. and it was due to the sequence of returns on the investments when based on when they were born. Gotcha. Right? Gotcha. Uh, well, that and, you know, the, the fourth child did have a little bit more money, just a tad more money put in their account mm -hmm. for another reason, but... Mm -hmm. um, yeah, you know, you, 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 you but you look at it from a, a retirement standpoint as well. Mm -hmm. You know, it, if let's say that you were getting ready to retire and it was two thousand seven, mm -hmm. things looked pretty good, hunky dory. 
then all of a sudden you've got a, a 40, 50% market correction. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, you. What do you do? Let's just say you had a half yeah. million dollars. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And the thing goes down 30 or 40%. Right. You're down 150, 200 grand. Sure. Uh, that's real money over the next 25 years. It is. Uh, can represent real money on a, a monthly basis of what you're, mm-hmm. uh, you know, you could possibly withdraw. Right. Uh, I really do think that people need to be cautious about that mm-hmm. um, as they get close to retirement or consider retirement. Uh, even when you consider how or when you're going to sign up for Social Security, mm-hmm. you know, the stock market pullback here. Do I go ahead and get the Social Security or do I wait? If I'm continuing to work, if I get the Social Security, am I going to be penalized? There's a lot of stuff to think about there. Um, So it it says that 42% said that if the market pulled back 20% or more, they would delay their retirement. I think that's judicious, too. Um, Actually, 21% said that in response to that, they would claim Social Security Earlier, okay. I don't know whether we nor the people at Pillars would actually right. counsel that or not, but mm-hmm. that's just the reactionary sure. uh, way that many of us are. Um, more than one in four, twenty-seven percent, more than one in four respondents, and any age group here uh, said that uh, any downturn in the value of their portfolio would cause them to not only consider delaying retirement, mm-hmm. but changing the way they're investing. Okay. Okay. Now, I don't know what that means. Mm-hmm. Does that mean change the amount they're putting in? Right. Or changing the investments they're choosing? I would say probably changing the investments that they're choosing. All right. So let's yeah. talk about that. Do you think many people put enough thought into the investments they're choosing in their 401k? No, they don't. They don't? No. And I can say without a doubt, most people do not put enough thought into their investments. And so they sign up for the 401k. Mm-hmm. And many people can do it with somebody there with them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Maybe somebody in, you know who is the sponsor or the advisor right. to the right. plan or the custodian or whatever. Many of them do it online and just... Many of them do it online, and that is one of the reasons why, you know, many of the target date funds are so popular. Okay. Because you don't have to do anything, right? You, you say, well, you know, I'm I'm 40 years old, and I plan on retiring when I'm 65. 25 uh, years from 25 now. 25 years from now, so I, I'm going to pick the 2045 fund. Which is 25 years from 2020. Right. And that's my target retirement date fund, and then the retirement date fund will adjust your investment mix and allocation for you. Okay. That's not a totally dumb thing to do. Not a dumb thing to do at all. No, especially if you yeah. don't know anything about this, mm-hmm. if you're not interested yeah. in learning, uh, if you don't have anybody helping you right. do it. Mm-hmm. What are the characteristics of a target date fund? I mean, um, generally speaking, as you get closer and closer to retirement, the investment mix, uh, becomes more and more conservative Okay. over that time frame. All right. And I, I would liken it to landing a plane. You know, if you're, if you're in an airplane, mm-hmm. um, and, and some target fa- uh, date funds do this like on an annual basis, right? Okay. They'll go in and they'll sell a per- percentage of whatever it, it might be and then add a percentage of bonds or, or whatever they're doing to get more conservative. Mm-hmm. Other target date funds do it gradually over a period of time. So over the course of a year, they're going to change their allocations okay. just ever so slightly, right? Okay. So if you're landing a, a plane and you're coming in and you're at 500 feet, and then all of a sudden you drop down to 400 feet and then mm-hmm. uh, 300 feet and 200 feet and 100 feet, and then you slam into the runway, it's not going to be a good ride, right? I wouldn't yeah. like it. Whereas if you come in at 500 feet and gradually work your way down real slowly all the way down to the runway. A smoother landing. A more smoother landing. Then okay. I would say that those types of target date funds are probably a little bit better equipped for individuals than than the the more cliff type all right so if if i'm 40 years old Mm -hmm. now you are right okay and you're thinking hey i'll retire in 25 years Mm -hmm. okay then you're 65 
So at 65, the day I retire, if I have all my money in a target date fund, yeah. what do you think the allocation is? I would hope that it's at least 60% stock and maybe 40% fixed income or, or, or bonds or cash. Do you think most? <clears throat> most people think, mm-hmm. and I would say, I'm going to overgeneralize here, but I would say that most people think that when they get ready to retire and they're age 65, mm-hmm. that they need to be all in fixed income instruments, 100% safe investments, et cetera, et cetera. No stocks at all. No stocks at all, right? Mm-hmm. But I would say that at age 65, I hope you're not going to die at age 66. Uh, you know, I hope that I'm going to have a long retirement, right? Yeah. And I hope that I can make it another 30 at, at least years. So that puts me at 95. So if I've got a 30-year time horizon, mm-hmm. then I probably would need some stocks in that portfolio. So maybe when I go back and I'm signing up today for mm-hmm. my 401k and I'm 40, I don't sign up for the 25-year-out fund. Maybe I sign up for the 40- or 50-year-out fund. I would say it would be very very wise of you to look and see what the makeup is of that fund and how it will perform and Mm -hmm. how it will be invested in Mm -hmm. 25 or 45 years. Mm -hmm. Because maybe I'm Mm -hmm. too aggressive or maybe I'm too conservative. Right. But then there, you know, you go, you're making me think, and I just wanted to. Yeah, I just wanted to check a box and go about my merry little way. And I think most people yeah. do that. Mm-hmm. Most people just check a box. Right. You know, somebody told them they need to be in this thing, and it may be a little bit of free money from their mm-hmm. their employer. And so, you know, they don't want to leave, leave any free money on the table. And, and all those are valid thoughts. Right. But on the other hand, we sit down sometimes with people who are 55 mm-hmm. years old. They're within five or 10 years of retirement. Yep. And we ask them, well, how's your 401k investing? Mm-hmm. Well, I have absolutely no idea. Right. Mm-hmm. Well, when was the last time you looked at it? Well, I look at, at the yearly balance to see if it's going up. Mm-hmm. Well, when was the last time you looked at your allocations and your investment choices? Oh, when the day I signed, I signed up, up yep. 20 years ago. Mm-hmm. So, ideally, when should I look at it? Because you don't want me looking yeah. at it every day, right? I, I think at a minimum, annually, you need to be looking at it. And maybe changing mm-hmm. some mm-hmm. of it? Maybe changing something. Because something may have changed. Mm-hmm. Uh, investments may have changed. The fund manager may have changed. Uh, the opt, uh, the offerings inside my my uh, plan may have changed. They may be more. I, I have more conservative options or more aggressive mm-hmm. options, and I need to know about those. Be good to have somebody who knows what they're talking about. Right. Look those things mm-hmm. over uh, and give you an idea. We're up against another break here at the Advisors Roundtable. This portion of the show brought to you by Carlton and Company. We'll see you on the other side of the break on Super Talk ninety four point three. at Bailey Williams Realty for all your area real estate needs. Specializing in residential sales, investment properties, commercial sales, and leasing. Our caring team is what makes Bailey Williams Realty the top real estate company in the Corinth Alcorn County area. We listen to your needs and then put ourselves in your shoes, treating you how we would want to be treated every step of the way. Call Bailey Williams Realty at 662-286-2255 or visit us at CorinthHomes.com. We want to make you feel at home. Running out of storage space? Call Albright Storage at 808-STORE. That's 808-STOR for clean, safe, affordable, climate-controlled self-storage units with video surveillance for personal and business use. Albright Storage units are accessible 24-7 with multiple locations throughout Corinth. And now, thanks to our loyal customers, we have a new location at 327 Tate Street that offers RV and boat storage. Stop in today or visit us at albrightstorage.com. 
This is Certified Financial Planner Bubba Labus. Are you dreaming of a bright future? At Cooley & Labus Financial Advisors, we will help you formulate a solid financial plan to make your dreams a reality. We are certified financial planners that will meet with you to develop a step-by-step, individualized strategy for your finances. Call us today for a financial consultation at Cooley & Labus Financial Advisors, 662-287-1903, or visit us at our website at www.cooleylabus.com. Are you tired of the extra weight and struggling to lose it? Whether it's from bad habits or simply family history, we know how difficult it is to shed those pesky pounds. We may have the solution for you. At Magnolia Center for Surgical Weight Loss, we provide a surgical experience that provides you with both the surgery and support required to achieve your active and healthy self. If you're interested in learning more about surgical weight loss at Magnolia Regional Health Center, visit www.mrhc.org slash surgicalweightloss today. Carlton & Company is your full-service accounting firm licensed in Mississippi. We offer a broad range of services for businesses and individuals and are able to tailor those services to meet your exact needs. We're professional, experienced, and friendly. Please call us today at 662-286-8496 or stop by our office at 306 Foot Street and we'll be happy to discuss how we can assist you or your business. Carlton & Company, our strength, your numbers. Welcome to State Farm, Mr. Murphy. What do you have there? Metal detector. You mentioned you were going to comb through my auto policy to unearth some hidden savings, and I figured you could use this. I just meant I'd give you our discount double check. I'd dig through your policy and see if there are some discounts you could be taking advantage of. There must be a lot of metal in your desk. It's a metal desk. Always looking for the discounts you deserve. That's State Farm's discount double check. Get to a better state. State Farm. Call State Farm agent Penn Majors in Corinth at 287-3911 today. Welcome back to the Advisors Roundtable, Certified Financial Planners, Bubba Labish, and yours truly, Greg Cooley, with you. And Bubba, we're talking about this um, survey that Personal Capital and Kipling Viewers uh, did, and they asked all kinds of questions of a number of people across America. Um, and one of the questions they asked was about how you personally feel about your financial readiness. Okay. If you were to read that question, my financial readiness, mm-hmm. how would you interpret what what are they asking me? My financial readiness, uh, readiness for catastrophe, readiness, readiness for retirement, readiness for college education. Uh, yeah, they yeah. be taken all kinds of different ways, but I guess it's individualized. And mm-hmm. you know, just generally speaking, if I ask if I'm you know I'm ready for uh, or prepared for my financial readiness, I'd say, yeah, I feel pretty prepared. Yeah. So what do you think the respondents say? Um, uh, what percentage do you think say I'm satisfied with my readiness? 30%. You're pretty close. 32%. Oh, gone. I, I ought to just sit around and make up statistics, Just make right? up statistics. Yeah. You're real close. I'm pretty you know? close. That's right. Yeah. 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 Who needs to pay all these people like right. personal cap and exactly. capital and yeah. Kiplinger's and fidelity? They, and, they could pay me and yeah. I could just give them statistics yeah. all day long. They just call you up yeah. and say, what do you think mm-hmm. the, the statistic is on such and yeah. such? Mm-hmm. Yeah, about 30%. Right. Well, you know, 32 or 33% yeah. of the people mm-hmm. say they feel good and confident when it comes to their financial readiness. Um, is that a good number? Wouldn't you want? Well, it's better than zero. Yeah, yeah. But you wouldn't you want seventy, eighty, ninety, a hundred percent of the yeah. people mm-hmm. to feel good about their financial readiness? So then they were asked, why or why not? Okay. Why don't you feel financially ready? And a lot of people gave reasons slash excuses. They, you know, circumstances, job losses, uh, their spouse uh, wants mm-hmm. a different lifestyle than they do. You know, a lot of things go into that. Right. Because not all of us have the same circumstances. Right. I mean, we can't judge one another. Mm-hmm. But on the other hand, I'd, I'd like for more than 32% of us. Yeah. To f- I, I'll tell you why I answered uh, yes, that I feel financially ready. Mm-hmm. So I've got life insurance. 
Mm-hmm. I've got disability insurance. I've got a buy-sell agreement. I've mm-hmm. got uh, a will. Mm-hmm. Um, I've got what I feel like is a sufficient amount of, of cash sitting on the sidelines for an emergency fund. Mm-hmm. I'm putting money in my retirement plans mm-hmm. and savings. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, I'm able to put food on the table and, and that sort of thing mm-hmm. and really do all the things that, that I should be doing to progress towards my goals uh, that I've set for myself, right? Yeah. And if you live so, to 95. Granted, I'm not there yet, but mm-hmm. I'm marching right along and in step with what I ought to be doing, I think, in order to get there uh, mm-hmm. for when I'm 95. But if you don't live 95 more minutes, mm-hmm. you feel like your family's financially ready for that, too. Oh, I'm worth a whole lot more dead than I am alive. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You're not supposed to yeah. say that in I a know. public forum, yeah. Bubba. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, somebody may right. get ideas, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, uh, and, and that's really the secret, I think, to the fin- uh, answering the financial readiness question on the affirmative, and right. that is, am I pretty well set if mm-hmm. something catastrophic happened today? Yeah. The life insurance, disability mm-hmm. insurance, will thing, or am I on the way to being financially ready in 30, 40, 50 years from now? Sure. Um, and, and, and I think that when you address both of those present catastrophes, future dreams, uh, then yes, that's mm-hmm. the, the, that's when you can say I'm financially ready. And it should be your goal to be able to, to then address both of those things. Mm-hmm. So you said that, you know, in order to be financially ready for the present catastrophes, I need to have the will, the disability insurance and the life insurance, at least. Right. And some cash. Mm-hmm. Right. Yep. Um, and hopefully some investments, sure. five or six things there. Mm-hmm. Um, so if people are listening to us, they need to make a checklist, right? If you want to go home tonight, sleep a little better, feel like you're financially ready and answer that question. Yes, I am financially ready. Then you need to life insurance, disability insurance, will power of attorney, mm-hmm. cash investments, right? Need to do that. Mm-hmm. Need to be working toward yep. that. That's the present affirmative answer to financial readiness. And the future thing, what's it going to look like mm-hmm. if I live to 95? There are a number of other things we could put on that checklist for you. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, does that mean that all this stuff or some of this stuff costs money? Yeah, yeah it does. So instead of spending money on the four-wheeler mm-hmm. this year, which is on my list, right. you know, mm-hmm. I think I need a new four-wheeler. I'm driving it's only $112 a month, Greg. I mean, really? <laughs> yeah. Or $7,900 yeah. all in one lit. Right. Mm-hmm. Huh? Because I've done a little shopping here. Well, let's let's not talk about the $7,900. <laughs> let's talk about the $112. For yeah. 60 months. Nah, I think you can get them for 90-something months now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So instead of spending my money that way, maybe I need to, hey, I haven't. I haven't called that life insurance guy mm-hmm. back. I haven't talked yeah. to Bubba about how much I need. Yeah. Uh, I keep turning down the disability insurance offered at work. Mm-hmm. And, man, I really don't want to think about that will. And, you know, a lot of times when people are talking about their will and they're trying to give you and me a reason that they haven't addressed yeah. it, mm-hmm. they're always saying, well, I don't know who to leave in charge. Right. Well, leave somebody. Right. Mm-hmm. I mean, we can change it next week. Mm-hmm. We can change it next year, but pick somebody. Right. You know, your youth pastor, your neighbor, your brother-in-law, mm-hmm. somebody, but put somebody's name down on there today. And it's not necessarily leaving them in charge. It's having them wrap up your estate. Mm-hmm. You know, they're not necessarily going to be in charge of things. Right. They're going to be uh, responsible for, for winding down everything associated with your life. Probably a th- yeah. Three to twelve month job, right? Mm-hmm. Little work here, little work there. Call yeah. an attorney mm-hmm. here. Call a retirement plan administrator there. Yeah. Uh, deal with a funeral home. Mm-hmm. That kind of stuff. Right. Um, so let's put somebody's name mm-hmm. on that list. Don't. But now the other one, there is a big sticking point a lot of times, and that is guardian for the children. That is. Yeah. Did you and your wife really seriously consider that question before you did yours? Yeah, we we did. Now we're in pretty good shape because I've got a, a decent mother-in-law, <laughs> right? Um, who is now local 
and and lives nearby. So, mm-hmm. um, uh, but yeah, it's always a consideration, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, yeah. Because quite actually, mm-hmm. I mean, we t- we spend a lot of time here talking about assets, yeah. but your most valuable asset is your family. That's right, and your kids. Mm-hmm. And, you know, who's going to make sure that they brush their teeth and go to bed at a decent hour and did their homework and go to school and, you know, all that stuff. Um, That is that is a major, major consideration. But quit putting it off. I think you got somebody in your life. Um, As I said, it it may be your accountant or your youth pastor. But there's there's somebody. And nine times out of ten, this is not going to come into play. You know, uh, but if it does, you've got it taken care of and you've got that financial readiness question checked off. Um, fewer than one in five people responding to this survey said they use a financial advisor. Fewer than one in five. Yep. Nineteen percent. OK. Fewer than one in five. Does that mean that you and I have uh, a guarantee market out there? A lot of people. I would say that we always have um, Mm -hmm. just because people don't like to do this. They don't like to address these things. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Hopefully we can take some of the monotony and drudgery out of it and make it a little bit more fun to know that when somebody is asked that question, they can say, yes, I'm I'm financially prepared. Yeah. And I have a coach. Mm -hmm. I have a co-pilot. I have a professional driver Mm -hmm. sitting in the seat of the Porsche with me, coaching me through all of the curves of life. Uh, heck yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, so only 19% say they're using a financial advisor. Um, that's probably about right mm-hmm. across the country. Yeah. And, you know, from time to time, my wife has asked me the question, well, you know, you hear that your neighbor is using somebody other than you as a financial advisor. Yeah. Should you go over there and try to talk your neighbor into using you? I'm like, no, nah, they chose who they are comfortable with. Right. And all that does is just give me more incentive to go out and find the other person who hasn't chosen anybody. Right. As opposed to spending my time trying to steal somebody else's client. Right. I mean, that's not right, Mm -hmm. but that's not the way that the whole world looks at this whole thing. So I hope we learned a little bit today when we're looking at this uh, sponsored survey, and maybe we know a little bit more about ourselves here on the Advisors Roundtable on Supertalk 94.3. The discussion and content expressed by the host of the Advisors Roundtable are intended to be received as news, educational, and entertainment or unit items and are not to be accepted by the listener as legal, investment, insurance, or tax advice. Opinions and views will be expressed by guests of the Advisors Roundtable, and those opinions and views are those of the guests alone and do not necessarily reflect the views of the Advisors Roundtable host or any of its affiliated radio stations. All information provided is educational in nature and is not intended to be acted upon without first consulting the appropriately licensed professional of your choosing. Before acting upon any information obtained during an advisor's roundtable broadcast, an individual should understand matters are extremely tax-specific and require advice tailored to individual facts and needs. Certified financial planners Greg Cooley and Andrew Labus are registered representatives of S.A. Stone Wealth Management Incorporated. Securities offered through S.A. Stone Wealth Management Incorporated, member FINRA, SIPC. Advisory services offered through Ignite Planners, LLC. Ignite Planners LLC is not affiliated with S.A. Stone Wealth Management Incorporated.